Hello, and welcome to Connect, a weekly podcast from the Sparta UMC Collective. Each week, we'll dive deeper into the spiritual themes that we've been exploring at both campuses of Sparta UMC and share some updates from the life of our church collective. Hello, my name is Ben. I'm one of the pastors here at Sparta UMC, and I'm here with Pastor Michelle. How are you? I'm good, and I'm glad for us to be back in our routine. I yeah. missed our time together last week. Last week was it was something. We it, it, it was some, a week. It was a week. Uh, we had a, a day off for Labor Day, and sometimes it feels like it'd be easier just to work those days, yes. doesn't it? it yes, it created me. more labor. <laughs> yes, that's a good way to put it. Uh, so we did miss our time with you last week, listeners, but happy to be back today and talking about some things that are going on. And that leads me to ask you this first question. We're in the midst of this sermon series at both campuses called Back to Basics. Um, and so I thought it'd be good to catch up on how that's going and what we're thinking about. Um, it's kind of like the operating idea is that we need to get back to the roots, back to the brass tacks, the kindergarten knowledge, to the simple truths of the faith, um, because sometimes it gets made more complicated. Right, right. And we in our own heads get in our way Yes, and make it more complicated than it really is. So that's the question. What are some things that get made too complicated in a life of following Jesus? I think that's a great question. And I think it really goes back to our sermon series, back to basics. The things that get too complicated are the very things that we're called to participate in as our spiritual practices, as followers of Christ. I think our world and even within ourselves, we make prayer too complicated. We make serving God way too complicated. We take the whole idea of giving to God and make it a complicated financial accounting nightmare. Um, And even in our Bible belt in which we live, we even make sharing our faith too complicated. Um, And so when we get back to the basics, we're, we're asking the question, what does it mean then from a very, as you said, kind of kindergarten root level Mm -hmm. to love God, to serve God, to give to God, to pray with God and to share God. Yeah, because as we said before, it's hard to imagine Jesus constructing a really complicated, nuanced religious system. He asked us to very simply love God and love others. And there's some spiritual practices we can develop that help us to do those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But goodness, it can get complicated and add in people's egos and church budgets and all the things that have gotten mixed into it. It can be a lot. It can be a lot. And it's interesting because, you know, the first week we spoke first about praying Mm -hmm. and what prayer is. And then the second week we talked about what it means to listen to God and to study God's word and to hear God speaking to us through creation and through conversation with other. And then last week we looked at serving. And uh, this is one that we all feel like we have to do. And yet with it comes a lot of baggage. People really struggle with what it means to serve God. Yeah. And I'll be honest, even when you say the word serve, it, 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 it prickles something inside of me. There's, 
definitely been some experiences I've had connected with that word um, that really make me want to unpack some of that baggage. Yeah, and I think that that's good because when we unpack the baggage, then really we're getting back to the basics. We're taking off the stuff that's weighing us down and making room for God and God's love Mm -hmm. in the midst of that. So let me ask the question to you. In what ways do you think particularly God's call to serve has gotten complicated in our world? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, Like so many things, my first thoughts are kind of drawn to the guilt and shame that I think gets bound up in some of those words like service. Um, Goodness, I remember growing up and kind of always feeling this pressure that you were never doing enough, never doing enough for God, never doing enough for the church, on top of never doing enough at school and never doing enough for this organization or that organization. And, but the church brings a little bit of a spiritual weight to it. So it kind of feels even a little heavier. Um, and, and goodness, I I think that feeling of never doing enough is pretty far from what God would envision service to look like. Yeah. Because again, it gets back to good works Mm-hmm. versus faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're equally yoked and sometimes they actually run perpendicular to each other. And in our world, we place a lot of value on what you do. Right. We do. Like, but it's the whole productivity thing. Like right. your value is based on how productive you are. Right. And so if you're not very productive in the world's eyes, mm-hmm. as the way service is defi- defined, then you obviously aren't a good follower of Christ. You're obviously not a good Christian. Yes. Well, and I've always wrestled with the fact that sometimes service has, there seems to be this definition of service that has to be flashy and big and bold. And if the whole world doesn't know about it and you've not invited everybody and their brother to participate. And if you don't have matching t-shirts. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) then it's not really Mm -hmm. service. And really, what are those events but often flashes in the pan Right. that are more, well, I don't want to be too critical, but sometimes it can be more about serving ourselves, if we're honest, Mm -hmm. Um, because what they're lacking is rootedness. Yes. True service comes out of a rootedness to community and to your neighbors. Uh, And true service should help our relationships grow with each other and with God. That's right. And I would dare say the rootedness is love. Yes. Um, I have been fascinated as we've made our way through this conversation series, um, the ahas that have come to me that no matter what our focus is in getting back to the basics, it always comes back to love. That's right. Uh, Isn't there something in the Bible about... It, the whole thing being summed up by love God and love your neighbor. Yeah, something yeah. like that, like the greatest <laughs> commandment or yeah. something, but we won't, <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. And and I guess that's what continues to resonate in my spirit about service is how can we give each other permission to serve in love and from a place of love and not be bound by what the world says serving is? I, I think that's so true and a good a good thought and a good question. Even 
I'm going to go out on a limb here. Even when pastors like us are in a stressed place because we're trying to do things like Grace Kitchen, right. where like the food has got to be cooked. Right. And sometimes I can get stressed about the amount of people that we have available to us. Um, but even then in those more events-based things, I think the true desire is for people to serve out of their heart, out of their giftedness and their own experience and talent when the time is right. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And sometimes the time that is right is premeditated and preplanned. And sometimes the time that is right is simply unplanned, just right in front of us. And we then get to choose whether we respond or not, whether we see that as an opportunity or an interruption. Um, And how is it that our giftedness might actually be a gift rather than a curse? Yes. And that brings us to a passage we wanted to talk about today in a little bit of a roundabout way. But But I think it's still very good. Yes. So there's a, a, a line from one of Paul's letters in the New Testament. It comes from the letter to the Ephesians in chapter 210, which says, For we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And that's from the New Living Translation. And the way that passage connects to service, in my view, is that God has created each of us uniquely. We're all this unique mixture of gifts and talents and experience and perspective. We all have our own unique story. And because of that, we can all serve in very unique ways. Um, And so there are times where we are becoming who we were created to be when we have an open heart looking for ways that God is leading us into acts of love and kindness in this world that we are equipped to participate in. And then sometimes we're also contributing when we step back and let others take the step and serve as well. And I just love that second part, especially because in our world, there's so much focus on me, 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 me. Yep. And Jesus's call is we. That'll preach. Yeah. And and so serving is not only about offering myself, it's also knowing when to offer myself a step backwards so that someone else's gifts may be celebrated and used. Um, And as I think about that and I reflect on the passage from Ephesians that you just shared, Ben, the thought also occurs to me, I used to love to watch my mom cross-stitch and Mm. was always just amazed at the beauty that was on the, the finished product. What was also fascinating to me is looking at the backside of the, the cross stitch. There were strings of all different colors going in all different directions. Yeah. There were knots. There were different loose ends. And it's a reminder that God's masterpiece is what we see on the, the front side of the cross stitch. And what's uniquely us is all that's on the back side. You and I could cross stitch the same piece. But the way that that back, that unique 
way that we sow would be different. Yes. And that's what Christ celebrates is that we're all unique, that we're all different. We all have, like you said, different gifts, different experiences. And it is out of that true rootedness in who we are and the love that God has given us that we're able to offer that to others. And so, you know, I even look at you and me and the way that we serve is very, very different. Yeah, very different. Um, and that doesn't make you better or me better. Mm-hmm. It's thank God we're different because right. it makes the world a better place. That's how the body of Christ works. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm very curious if maybe um, one of the thoughts that we can leave our listeners with is where is it that you need to free yourself from shame and guilt as the world defines service? And... How is it that you're uniquely made as a masterpiece in Christ, equipped for God's service in this world? Those are very good questions. Good questions to think about and reflect on, for sure. You might even just want to stop on where does God want to set me free from guilt and shame? Absolutely. Full stop. Full stop. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So friends, consider that. Where is it does God want to free you from guilt and shame today? And where is it that you're going to give yourself permission to let go of guilt and shame? And you know, that's that's where we have this. Another thing that's come back over and over in this back to basics conversation and some of the conversations we've been having at Fusion uh, in our, our teen ministry there, it, going back to the basics means letting go of things. That's right. You, you can't, you can't strip down to the bare bones without letting some things go. That's right. That's right. And that's a place of regrowth and rebuilding and renewal. That's right. And so as we leave today, hear once again, the words from Ephesians, for you are God's masterpiece. God has created you anew in Christ Jesus. So you can do the good things God planned for you long ago. Go in grace and peace. We'll see you next week.